go. Hello and welcome everyone to Champions of Inspiration. I'm your host, Scott Schilling. I'm tremendously excited about this show. I've got a, a great friend here, uh, closer and, and more important to me than you know. Geez, I haven't even made it into the intro. Internationally <laughs> recognized Christian leader, accomplished businesswoman, an entrepreneur, Christian mentor, a life strategist, a personal advisor, an author, a motivational speaker, and a prophetess. All in one, Dr. Clarice Fluett. Thanks for joining us here on oh, Champions. Scott, of it's so good to be with you. I've missed you. We've we've uh, we've been in different pea patches for a while with this pandemic, but it's so good to circle the 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 wagons again and be able to see each other and share the goodness of the Lord together. Absolutely. Greatly appreciate having you here. And I hope that everybody, uh, you're going to want to take out a, a pad of paper in, in a pen <laughs> or pencil because there's going to be stuff flying at you. Uh, there always is. One of the things that, that I would love to touch on is our first meeting. And it happened for me at a time that uh, probably the lowest of the low and um, came off stage in Denver. Um, had just had an argument with God on stage. I don't recommend that, by the way. Uh, made a declaration to him, but came backstage into the green room, and there you were. And, and the first thing you said was, that was excellent. And I said, I don't know what you just saw. My career is over. So there was a, there was a different interpretation immediately. You were so kind to me right from the beginning. You know, uh, Scott, I think it's the kindness of God that causes people to repent. I saw what happened to you. I saw your gift. I saw your talent. I saw your anointing. I perceived the hand of God was on you and the, how the enemy just absolutely murdered your presentation. But it wasn't your fault, the media failures that took place. And we're, we're really dependent on a team. You can get up there and be just absolutely the, the kindest person in the world doing wonderful things. But if you don't have a team that understands what's going on, oh my goodness, I'm telling you, it does make you feel like the end of the world. But you had that, uh, you had that look that said, doggone it, I'm through. I think I'll just, just run in the street and get run over. <laughs> and I, uh, um, I think it, from your perspective, I think it was worse than you thought. You know, the enemy will do that. He, it's his job, the accuser of the brethren. And that while I'm sure that you had a relationship with God at that time, it wasn't paramount in your life skills and, and what you wanted to do with your life. And I had just resigned from uh, right at uh, 40 years of pastoring and starting a new career. And the Lord says, time to reinvent yourself. And I was 72 years old at that time, that's 10 years ago. And that you, you just say, I don't know how to do this. I'm, you know, I've been a church lady forever. And I'm with all these people that, you know, they say, you got 12 minutes, or you got 15 minutes, you've got this and nobody talks to anybody. And there, I mean, it was a cold thing. And I thought, Lord, have mercy. I just, I'm not going to ever be able to be successful. So I was going through, that was my first event to be with at that time. Wow. And that um, I was just saying, Lord, 
people are people. And if you just talk to them right, you can motivate. I don't know that any of us can motivate, but possibly we could inspire people with our stories. And I had, I had good fortune with mine. It worked out well. And that after I, I saw you, uh, Lance Walnaw and his wife, Annabelle, and my assistant, we went to, uh, to the Marriott, I believe. And right. that was where you were staying. And uh, it was so funny. We were having coffee and chatting about where we're going to go for dinner. You know, everybody wants to eat. And we were talking about we'll go here, we'll go there, yak, 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 and everything is good. You walked in. And I am telling you, behind you was an eight-foot angel. Now, I don't expect everybody to say, oh, you just thought you saw that. Well, you don't know who I am. So consequently, I did not think it. You know, it was there. And the Lord spoke to my heart and he says, go get him. Now, you didn't know me from Adam's house cat. And, you know, I just knew that you had had the opportunity to be challenged. And that sometimes when we have the opportunity to be challenged, it's not a real positive thing. You know, because the enemy is big on telling you, you're no good. It's over with, blah, 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 blah. And at, particularly at the time when you want to do well, you know, you got your peers, everybody around you. So I went and invited you. I said, come, come and have a cup of coffee with us. And, and it was like, well, who are you? And <laughs> I thought, I'm a nice old lady. Come on over here. And of course, I think you knew Lance and, and them. And you came over there. And I said, now... When you walked in, I said, there was an eight foot angel behind you. And I know that you've had a tough day, but this is going to be the best day of your life. Something wonderful is going to happen to you. And you're looking at me like you are nutty as a fruitcake. And I said, but before, before this, this is really funny. I said, before we say anything, I'd like to pray for you. And uh, I just took your hand. And I started praying in tongues and you look like you'd been run over by <laughs> say, what in the world is she doing now? And, you know, uh, Lance started praying in tongues, Annabelle, all of us there. And you just saying, what have I landed in? And then we said, we're going to go to dinner. We're going to take you to dinner. And we took you to dinner. And while we were there, you were just look at you. You were just like a, a, a child at Christmas time. What? what is this? What is this? And then so after we had dinner, I said, now what we're going to do, because we were prophesying to you, and you didn't know what that was. And we were decreeing and declaring and saying, God's going to do this in your life. And God's going to do that in your life. And of course, you were thinking God was going to kill you and <laughs> do away with you. Here. Exactly. But the, the funny thing uh, telling this story, I think it's so funny, because um, I'm not going to say that I am a naive person, but I'm not, you know, I'm not too aware of what's going on in the world. I, I don't pay too much attention to it. And uh, we went back to the Marriott and I said, we need, um, I went to the desk and you and Lance were with me and I went to the desk and I told the lady, I said, I need a room for uh, about 30 or 40 minutes. It's not going to take me long. And she looked at me, nobody thought that was strange, you know, right. and she said, go to the top of the floor and there's a room there that you can go in. And the rest was history. Tell me, tell them what happened to you. Well, it, it was so amazing because as I came down, I, I was going straight out of the Denver Marriott downtown. Right. 
I mean, I was walking a beeline straight to the door and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, at the time didn't make any sense to me. I took a hard left and I walked up and, and you were all enjoying your coffee and tea. And, and uh, I, I had no idea while I was there. And, and uh, you kind of looked up and said, oh, hey, join us. And, and I went, uh, no, I, I'm not the best company right now. I just want to go to Jimmy John's and have an unwitch. And uh, uh, you said, no, please join us. And I said, no, I, I just don't think I'd be a great company. And you said, sit. And I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> And, and that's when you grabbed my hands and, and you prayed and, and it was, I, I had never heard anything like that, but it was, it was wonderful, amazing, confusing, all those things all at the same time. And, uh, and then good, it's set, you're going to us with dinner. Well, no, the, the real story is I had $7 and 48 cents in my pocket. I knew I didn't have a credit card that worked. I knew I could, I knew I could afford an unwitch. Uh, and so the, the entire time sitting there at dinner and you and Lance were, uh, you know, sharing tidbits of information about me. And I'm like, how do they even know this? <laughs> and it was so amazing. So when we got back, you said, we're going to go back and, and we're going to lay hands on you. You don't know what that is, but you will. And, and so it was, it was just priceless to walk in, to, to have you walk up to the, to the girl at the, you know, the check-in, the, the agent. And she said, Cheyenne room, top of the stairs. It's available to you. And we went up and you laid hands on me and you were right. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I didn't know exactly what happened, but it was pretty amazing. It was it, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, the Bible says God has chosen the weak and the foolish to confound the wise and the mighty. And that we, we find that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And trying to explain the things of God without faith is like trying to explain blue to a blind man. You know, there, there's nothing to garner it by. There's nothing to compare it to. It's, it's just not comparable to anything except the presence of God. And God had sovereignly picked you out. I mean, he just picked you out to pick on you and that... It was one of those, the, the, the kind and sweet and generous spirit that was there. You had been through a rough day. I mean, R-U-F-F-F-F -F -F -F. was exactly. a rough, rough day. And that it was, like I say, it was the first time that I was speaking at, at Get Motivated. It was so funny because I said, I had um, gone to a Get Motivated. Now, I, I was a bishop had 40 churches that we were working with and you know been in church all my life and then the lord spoke to me and he says we're going to we're going to do something new and he says i want you to retire and i thought good i'm, I'm going to stay home see god let you believe what you need to believe to get you where he's taking you and that he, sometimes we have to fold what we're doing and it was successful it was not something oh my god i've got to go find something to do I was planning on just retiring and, you know, sit by the water and maybe go fishing. I've, I'd been working hard all over the world. It was time to turn it over to younger people. I had a great plan, but it was like your plan. It didn't mean a thing in the world to God. God let you believe what you need to believe to get you where he's taking you. So knowing that, that uh, when the, the Lord began to minister to you, that you were among 
millions of businessmen and women that were being drafted, not, I mean, they, they didn't get a chance to volunteer, that the spirit of God, boom, just like this is, I've chosen you, Father God has chosen you. And then we, we start 10 years of, of recruit, you know, where he's teaching you this and this. It's not, there's no such thing as an overnight man or woman of God. It takes a little time to get there. I've been working on this for 52 years. And so I understand when the Lord said, we're about to do something we've never done before. And I thought, well, I, you know, I'm never going to forsake my call. I'm never going to do this and never do that. And um, I had gone, this is so funny because my situation is similar to yours. I had gone to Cabo with, uh, with Lance and his wife, and we were doing a conference there. Now, the people that listen to Lance Wall, now they're, they're Lanceites. They Absolutely. love Lance. I mean, they really do. And um, he, he came in and we had people from all over the country. I mean, everybody had come in. Everybody was so excited first night. And he comes in and he says, I played tennis or golf or something. He said, I'm really tired. He said, you take the meeting. And I said, have you lost your cotton picking mind? I said, this is like saying we're going to have filet mignon and then you're going to pass my bowl of cabbage. We're not going to do that. It doesn't matter how good I might be. What their expectations are is put me. He said, you'll do good. And he left. He didn't introduce me. And I got up there and I, I'm really big on presentation, you know, right. looked apart. I don't pair of blue jeans and a sweatshirt. I do not go in blue jeans and a sweatshirt. And I just stood up there and I said, ladies and gentlemen, you are about to meet Lance Walnaw in a form you've never seen before. <laughs> Here he comes in a form, you know, and God breathed on that. Well, while I was there, the, the man that was the director of Get Motivated was there. And he came up to me and he says, I think you're one of the most inspiring speakers I've ever heard. And I didn't know who he was or what he had heard. And I said, well, thank you very much. And he says, no, I want you on my stage. And I thought, where is it? And he says, it's get motivated. Well, I didn't, I mean, you know, you'd have to be under something not to know what that meant. Right. I thought, oh my God, I'll just be an intercessor. I began to back up, you know, when God opens doors, like he opened for you. And then we want to back up and take the, you know, I, I certainly don't want to be a speaker. I certainly don't want to do the, you know, I don't know how to do this or things that, and God keep pressing you. I find the circumstance that you're in right now, the champions of inspiration, that you are um, very prophetic. You are a man of prayer. You're a man of integrity and character, and that you have this incredible gift of helps. You're not jealous. You're not uh, you're not looking for anything. You found it. And uh, I just, you know, when I, when I went to work for Get Motivated and I thought, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to be with these people. You know, they're all who's who in the zoo. And you know, what we did there, what, what I thought is that uh, I just became the mom. Yeah. And I said, let's all get together. Let's all pray together. And, you know, it, 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 we just all fell in love with each other. It was a great, great time. Of course, the pandemic came in. You know, God lets you believe what you need to believe for a season. And then you say, we're fixing to do something else. Your, your 
your challenge and my challenge, we both had a health challenge. I right. had to have a hip replacement. You had to have heart. I had, I had to live through a, a full-blown uh, cerebellar stroke. And so again, when we first met, I had made that declaration to God, I'm done being a hired gun, except for three things. Sharing messages of hope and inspiration, teaching and training others to do the same and building the kingdom through building a global community full of people with respect, honor, and dignity for all. And that was the declaration I made. Then, then you and Lance and Annabelle and Tandy, you know, baptized me in the Holy Spirit. And I said, what now? You said, hold on. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, nothing's going to be the same. And by the way, talk about being an ac accurate uh, pr prophetic you were extremely accurate there. Uh, but, you know, I kind of started towards that declaration, but that's the, it's the kind of, and, um, you know, I was getting the, the little taps on the shoulder, you know, come on, get after it. And, and, um, you know, God chose a two by four instead. And, and uh, all of a sudden I had a, a full blown cerebellar stroke. Um, I was told, by many, many, many people, I shouldn't be alive to the so much so that I got to the point that I said, I'm, you know, sorry to disappoint you. I've always been an overachiever. I lived. And, and uh, when they couldn't figure out why I was alive, I said, I got it all figured out. And they said, okay, smart, butt, what is it? I said, it's obvious it's God's grace, mercy, and, and favor on my life. And they said, well, that's as good an answer as we got. And so when an event like that or the event that led up to it with the being baptized in the Holy Spirit and us meeting, and I know you'll find this hard to believe. I'm a little impatient. It, oh, really? It, I think that? I'm pretty much the only person like that. But I thought that the message and, and uh, the exact what I was to do would be so plain and clear and um, it's not exactly the way it works. And so, um, again, down that path, I'm very blessed to come through basically untouched, an event that most people don't make it through, and then still saying, okay, well, what do you got for me? Only to really hear in my spirit, you're the one who told me what you were going to do. I heard you. I believed you. I'm never going to let you out of it. Now get after it. And that's kind of this new level of what I'm doing with champ champions of inspiration and working to share great messages of great people to serve more people, to serve the greater good. Thank you, Jesus. It's, a, it's amazing how eventually, even if you're a slow on the uptake, like I evidently am, it, it does start to show up. Well, I wouldn't think you're slow. I think you're thorough. And that <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> and that good things do come to those who wait. And how you wait will determine how long you wait. And that uh, 10 years to God is nothing. You know, it's just absolutely nothing. And that uh, that just last week I just celebrated my birthday, my 82nd birthday. And most people would consider that over the hill and far away. <laughs> and that with my husband and I, uh, George and I have been married 61 years. And we wow. were 
uh, in ministry for years and years and years and, and uh, doing churches and things of that nature. And then the Lord says, we're going this direction. And it's so hard to do, you know, you think the way you dress, the way you talk, the way everything, everything had to shift. Everything had to turn. And uh, it was so funny when, when, they, when I first started with Get Motivated, I said, what's your, what's your time limit? And they said, I think the first time was 17 minutes. And I said, 17 minutes will be a miracle service. I don't know if I can give my name in 17 minutes. You know, I'm a preacher over here. And they said, for every minute that you go over, it'll be $50. You know, just, just know this. It's going to cost you if you start doing it. So I, I was like, oh, that you have to be, you have to change your mind. You have to change the way of doing things. You, I don't know if you were at this meeting. Les Brown and I were doing a meeting together. And he gives me this big hoorah welcome, you know, oh, she's going to rap and she's going to do this and blah, 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 blah. Best things since sliced bread. He said, Clarice is white and she can do what I can't do. She can rap. So I come on the stage with three inch heels and just like I'm all together and my heel caught in the rug. Oh, man. And I went, I'm telling you, it was like this whop over there landed on my chin and my knees and the the entire audience thousands ah, you know it just terrified me and and poor Les he said oh my god oh my god he said are you all right are you all right and you have that millisecond you see years of training see I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't know don't right. pay attention to this stuff you know don't be moved by what you see or what you feel you know the just man lives by faith and I'm jumped up I got a hole in my stocking I got a hole in my face and I just smiling I said you guys are gonna love me I fell for you from the beginning and you turn that you know how to do things that you've never done before did it hurt of course it hurt it hurt your pride but the Bible says a just man falls seven times so it's uh, you're you, you're going to find that even when the lights come up and say, all right, you've got this great, you're going to have failure. It's just part of it to keep you from being prideful, to keep you from being arrogant, to keep you on the right, dependent on God, just absolutely dependent upon him. And, you know, we're talking, you and I are talking about the sovereignty of how we met God and how God divinely intervened. And uh, I remember we ordered the most elegant meal that you could see and it never occurred to us not to pay for it you know that we wanted to we wanted to treat you we wanted to bring you in we wanted to um, compensate for everything that the enemy had thrown your way that the Lord says now watch what I do watch what I do and uh, for those of you that are watching we had um, you know this is a new walk for this man and a new walk for his wife and his kids. And, you know, daddy goes away one way and comes home crazy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was unique, no doubt. Well, the, the thing, the thing that was so amazing was the, uh, again, uh, I remember after, after being baptized in the Holy Spirit, I said, why me? And you said, you're the one who made the declaration. He heard you. He, he believed you and, and you're on your path now. And, and you said, well, we're going to, we're going to do some mentoring, some coaching and some uh, different things. And, and 
we, I kind I said, I kind of know you're right. And, and, uh, I can't do that right now. And you said, oh, the bill's already been picked up. Your dad's got it. Your father already picked up the got bill. Got it. And, and um, we did. We had so many great conversations through that mentoring and learning the next steps. And, the, you know, just go do good things. Continue to do good things. Treat people with dignity, honor, and respect. Novel concept through it all it, especially when we met i remember one of our conversations backstage where you said uh you looked at me and you said what are the business words i know the church words and, and yeah, get, talk to me let me get this language cut down i don't know i don't know entrepreneur exactly. <laughs> so apostolic but the, the, it, it the, was fun the thing, the thing too that was so uh unique and amazing we went to uh, Chicago. Yeah. And while we were there, of course, every time I'd go into a town, I'd, I'd preach also. You know, if we'd go in like on a Saturday, then I'd have a Sunday or a Saturday night. And I, I took you with me. Do you remember that? Oh, absolutely. It made you preach. I'm telling you. It there was were 424 so... in the audience. Do I remember yeah. that? <laughs> and you did such a beautiful job. You really did. You did a wonderful job. And what we need is experience, you know, and that God wants to just throw you out and say, okay, act like you know what you're doing. <laughs> act like that's what faith is about. Act like you know what you're doing and that you're going to have some tastes that are going to be just so wonderful. It's going to be like, oh, there's an eight foot angel and the power of God and everything is going. Everybody loves me. Yippee-ki-yay. And then you'll have other days where you fall on your face and people think, what in the world are you doing on the stage? But the, the thing is, you have to keep your focus. Where your focus goes, your anointing is going to flow. And that is to be clear, to be concise, to say, this is who I am. This is where I'm going. And you've made that decision. Now, what we have to do in that 10 years is to find out a decision is not necessarily a conversion. You know, we, yeah. we make the decision and then the conversion is a process. It is a process. By faith, I have it. I'm not trying to get in a room I'm already in. By faith, I have this. I am seated at the right hand of majesty, ruling and reigning, but I have to walk it out. And like the scripture says, Jesus was crucified in the councils of glory, but he had to walk it out on earth. And so when I look at the circumstances of the world right now, and I see so many negative things, it just what make you want to lay down and cry and say, how did this happen? How did we get to this point? And the Lord says, you've got to understand you are seated at the right hand of the father. You're going through this, but it's not what you think it is. And I want to say that to everybody that's watching us today, you know, that God's got a great plan for your life. And right now you, you can look at all the negative things and say, well, that, she's just full of baloney, you know, that things are terrible. No, it's not terrible. God is bringing to perfection. And that word is maturity. He's bringing to maturity, bringing us all to maturity. And when you, you know, when you're listening to me and, and you're listening to Scott, we are two mature saints that God has had us in his school of learning, learning that we are about to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'm telling you, I'm excited about, you know, what's going on. You, when, when the story of laying on of hands, if I can touch on that. Yes. We're up in this room 
and it's Lance and Annabelle and my associate and myself and Scott. We said, Scott, what we're going to do is that we're going to lay our hands. We're going to take our hands like an extension cord and we are going to take the word of God that says, I long to be with you that I may impart to you a spiritual blessing that will equip you. Think about that. Now, that's what Paul says. Paul says, I long to be with you that I could impart to you a spiritual blessing that would establish you forever. Wow. So what we wanted to do is like he, he brought his car in, his um, Bentley. And what, what we did is that we ran around and we put oil and gas. We just filled it up with oil, the anointing of God and gas, the word of God and said, this is it. This is it. This is it. And he was absolutely full of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, when we talk about we could lay hands on him and impart it to him. But the reality is only the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the one that baptizes you in the Holy Spirit. And he uses us as an extension cord. You know, nobody goes in the room and looks at a beautiful lamp and it's shining and say, oh my God, did you see the extension cord? Nobody's excited about that extension cord. But without that, no light is going to shine. And right. we are extensions of God's love and his word and his power and all of these good and wonderful things. And what this man is doing, what he is doing, he's just, it's like he's become like a shofar and he makes a sound, a certain sound that says, Jesus Christ is Lord. And the, the, the wonderful thing you may or may not be aware, did you know, and I'm, I don't mean to get in a tent, teaching mode, but this is so good. I got to tell you when Adam and Eve, when God made them in his image and his likeness, and he gave them power and dominion, watch this dominion over the earth. He did not give his sovereignty away, but he gave his dominion away. And he says, now you have dominion over everything. And the way you say is the way it's going to be because the kingdom of God's a kingdom of words. So he said, the one thing you can't do, you can't eat from this tree over here. It's a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, I could go on forever like that, but you've got to understand knowledge of a thing is not possession of it. When the enemy said, well, if you eat this, you'll be like God. The reality was she already was. She was yeah. already just, he was made in the image and the likeness of God. So we try to go around getting something that we've already got, which frustrates the grace of God. At some point, I'm going to realize I've already got what I'm trying to get. So here we have that the enemy talks Adam, the, the Adams, out of dominion. So the devil has dominion on the earth, but he doesn't have sovereignty. So those of us who are being born of the spirit of God, we are the, the last Adam you know, that God comes in here. Jesus is the last Adam. Now we receive the nature and the character of Jesus. We're born of the spirit. And so are we perfect? No, by faith we are. Perfect just simply means mature. But you've got to understand that we are replacing 
where the enemy has come in and he set up his kingdom and says, rah, rah, ramajam, I'm in charge. But what's happening, that spirit of that same spirit of the living God that raised Christ from the dead has quickened your mortal body. Now, glory to God, that we are finding out, regardless of how negative it looks, let me tell you something. God owns the earth and the fullness. You have five professors. You have eyes, nose, mouth, ears, touch. Those five professors that are in enmity with God. Those are your, those are your fact checkers. We just think, oh, I've just got to have facts. Facts and truth are not the same thing. Truth is the word of God. Facts are over here. And the scripture says the facts, the carnal mind is at enmity with God and it can never understand. So we're in a mess over here trying to say everything is by uh, facts. We got our fact checker over here. But facts and truth, when they do line up, it's really wonderful this going. But what is happening at this particular time, the spirit of the living God is moving throughout the face of the earth, is moving religion out, bringing true spirituality in, awakening people, red, yellow, black, and white, whether they're, oh, fight, 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 this is wrong, this is wrong, everybody's wrong. No, it's not. It doesn't matter. Water's getting higher. Water's getting higher. I'm telling you, there's a flood coming and that we are going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living because the sovereignty of God is still here and you're in charge. You that have been born again. Let me tell you something. Your words are powerful when you agree with God. Isn't that good? Uh, it's That's amazing. It's just good. It's just, it, you good. know, uh, again, we are going to have to do multiple shows because uh, I, number one, I, I love talking to you, but I love listening to you. And, <laughs> and uh, it's always so fun. We need to let everybody know. I mean, you have to get some of Clarice's resources. I mean, she's brilliant. Uh, from her book about miracles, uh, I mean, just fascinating. But the book that she has out right now that that will change your life is Rescript Your Future. Great uh, book. Great. Yeah, it's all about speaking the right words, and and you have the ability to rescript where you are. We all have had our um, bumps and bruises, and you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, but. I want to make sure that everybody goes to clarissefluet.org to take come advantage see me. of resources. That's right. Uh, come see her. And uh, Clarice, thanks for being here. So, you know, I just, uh, I love you. Love how you flip my life upside down. Right side up. Right, right side, side up. up. <laughs> I love you, Scott. I appreciate your book. I appreciate what you're doing. And any way that I can just put my little, mix in there I, I will be honored to do so and you guys that are listening write tell them what you're doing tell them what, you, what what your prayer request i know we've got to close real quick can i pray real quick please do now that's speaking in tongues that makes you nervous that god has not given me the opportunity to know everything about you, but he knows everything about you. So Father, I thank you right now that as we come to the conclusion of this show, I release into the atmosphere the revelation of sonship and adoption. Lord God, I ask that Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the savior, the redeemer of all mankind, make himself known to every person that's listening. And Lord, did you just bump us up to a higher place? 
Father, I thank you that the scripture tells me the Lord knoweth the days of the upright and their inheritance shall be forever. And our inheritance is in you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for Scott. I thank you for the calling of God on his life. Lead him, guide him, keep him healthy, wealthy, and wise. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us here again on Champions of Inspiration. God bless you, brother. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. And we'll do it again soon. And thank you all for joining us. Uh, we'll see you again next time. Exact same Bye -bye. time. See you soon.